<laughs> well, on the last ever episode of the Mad Libs podcast. <laughs> it's not. Don't worry. Oh. Kevin's not leaving me yet. Uh, but if it were, and if mine and Brian's friendship ended, I know how Brian would handle it. <laughs> I'd go have sex with my wife and say, it's okay. <laughs> well, that's an odd start. To an odd episode. I don't I wouldn't have to pay $130,000 in hush money. Oh, baby. That's true. That's true. I, I don't mean, know what I'd have to hush about. I I I am so confused with American politics right now. Yeah. And it's good. We we um just care, like covered some local politics. Mm-hmm. And our friend David Haas, who we interviewed, ran a really good campaign. Great interview. Uh, an un- unfortunate outcome, but he was super positive and, and a yeah. gracious, uh, you know, wh- a gracious, he was defeated gracious. candidate. Yeah. yeah. And and it's... He was graceful in defeat. Yeah, graceful in defeat. And so we really thank him for not only appearing on the podcast or, or joining us yeah. for the podcast for the conversation is a very well received episode but also just seeing him run such a really good, was such a great campaign and he's gotten yeah. really involved with the local politics and and you know brought us up to speed on a lot of things so that's great now we're getting back to the macro level and yeah. i am dumbfounded mm. by the american political landscape right now brian's dumbfounded i found a dummy <laughs> This is great. And you know what's awesome, too, is I love this. I texted Brian today, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. We text a lot. Um, we do. And I said, farewell, George Santos. Donald Trump has taken Kevin's heart because, I, you know, it just fills me with so much joy that there's just such stupidity. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me finish my thought. Uh, 30 was, seconds before. 30 I, seconds I waited. After. I waited. I waited. Yeah. I didn't interrupt. Yeah, because you know what? I mean, George Santos used to be my guy when it came to, like, making me just say what the fuck and laughing. Yeah. Um, but right after I texted that to Brian, I literally had a news clip come up on my phone, and it was George Santos walking out of the Trump rally yeah. after yeah. he was indicted. And I was like, you dirty dog, you want more. Wait, you don't think, you don't think the Mad Libs listeners are going to be offended by the start of the episode, are you? I don't believe so. Okay, good. I'm sorry if I offended you. What would be offensive? Well, wouldn't my, I be the one being offended? Yes, yes. Yeah, but because <laughs> when you said that, I think to me. I think people. <laughs> I think people. For the record, I said this like one minute before we went on there, and we both Fine. started busting out laughing, oh, but yeah. also just like yeah. sorry. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to offend them because not only the content, but also. They care so much about how you feel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them nice cover. to feel sad for you and oh. then therefore take out their rage on me. <laughs> well, if they solve their sadness the same way you solve yours, Brian, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're pumping up the pop- population of the Mad Libs community. Oh, yeah. Hey, more Love listeners. Love it. Good for business. You know, I will say... My sister listens, so she might be a little weirded out. But other than that, it's fine. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, dude. Anyways, thirty-four counts. Thirty-four felony counts. Felony counts, which Donald Trump has uh, pleaded not guilty to. Which he's probably not guilty. So I mean, so you read Don- you you read the actual complaint. indictment complaint you yeah. read it yeah it was fun and you you read you text me and you weren't trying to be like oh I don't, you weren't trying to needle me or anything because i i kind of agree like i don't know how much is gonna stick certainly at a felony level but you were you were like yeah there's no chance this i shouldn't say i shouldn't have said there's no chance okay there's always a chance sure 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 um you might we'll not see, have even we'll you see. might not have even said that we'll Let see how good mr bragg is um, he'll get to brag if he's that good. I and he fucking should be because it'd be the first time in New York State history, um, that he that this this type of precedent has been set. Um, because it's not just a matter of him proving that all thirty four counts stick. 
but he has to show that it was done directly it directly benefited the campaign yeah there was an intent to do so to yeah. benefit his campaign right so you're you're having to prove a lot and and just judging by his his opening argument if you will um during the indictment eh, you're going to have to do a little bit I, again i'm not a lawyer I took some classes. You're on how a paralegal. To be a, I mean, I'm not working as one, so I just I'm just a guy that took some paralegal classes, and passed. Um. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to tell a little a, a little story time, if you will. Yeah, please. Okay, went to the speedway a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I was wearing my drippiest outfit, and Drippy, by that I mean means good. Oh, some friends, um, Paris and Casey. Yeah. Got me this outfit, and it's like these champion sweat shorts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in a sweater, like a mm-hmm, crew neck mm-hmm. sweater. And I feel like drippy in it. Yeah. And I like it, and I mm-hmm. feel good in it. So mm-hmm. I wear it almost every Saturday. Anywho, <clears throat> I'm walking into the Speedway. I gas up the car because my wife was going somewhere. I gas up the car. I am getting a drink. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need I need an Arnold Palmer, right? Yeah. Then I see a Yoohoo. Yeah. Love me a you who haven't had one in years. Still is good. Yeah. Still just as good. I wanted to make sure that I still enjoyed a you who post COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. Turns out I absolutely fucking do. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I walk up to the register. It's one of, uh, it's an attendant I've never met. Mm-hmm. Great big man. Okay. And he looks at me. He's like, bro. And he's ringing me up. He's like, bro, are you a power lifter? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was. He's like, but don't you still? I was like, no, but you're making my night. I got a yoo-hoo. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean this in a weird way, but I saw your calves and, and your shoulders. Like, you were a power lifter. I thought you were still, like, ripping some, some serious weight. And I was like, nope, just carrying it. <laughs> but uh-huh. the reason I bring that up is because I once did some things, but still could. Mm-hmm. And I lost my point. It's okay. I uh, had a point once, but my dad told me if I would wear a hat, I could cover it up. Like when you now were you know where I am, why I am the way I am. <laughs> Wait, I had a point. Take the hat off. I don't remember. It's fine. That's okay. <clears throat> Anyways, I got to... President has to be set. Brian went to the gas station. He was wearing a drippiest outfit. This ties together perfectly. So anyways, <laughs> I am so sorry. I just... I've lost my train of thought. Dude, I, like, I, I, had, I had the bow to put on top of the present. Uh-huh. And instead, I just gave myself a present. <laughs> With no bow, and there was—I mean—to tie it all back up. Well, now I know what to get you for your birthday next year. A bunch <sighs> of you who—they have it at uh, Costco. True. Ah, <sighs> so I don't think it's oh, going to be. Yeah, the paralegal. Yeah, I once was a power lifter. I no longer am, but I—I I still could. You were a paralegal. You still have all the skills. You still look. And demonstrate the abilities of a paralegal, even if you're not in practice. Thank you. You're welcome, dude. There's the bow, folks. It's not yeah. just about me. It was actually about Kevin. Just a really <laughs> long story. Self, self, you know, grandizing. Self, self. Self-grandizing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the struggle bus. <laughs> this is not dude. usual. I have not drank. Yeah. I don't. Maybe don't that's know. the problem. <laughs> There's no more Eddie's shitty no, dude, fucking have, lemon. We have a bunch of bottles of whiskey that have like probably an ounce left in all. I'll of them. regroup. I'll regroup. I'm gonna okay. let you finally talk. Go ahead. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a very interesting case. And I think what I said to you after that is because this is gonna uh, and and we're gonna get into this too. It's gonna be kind of a whole lot of stuff going on here because it's not just this case. It's gonna be multiple cases. It's gonna be how does it affect his his, uh, you know, campaign. Uh, campaign for 2024. I mean, just, and actually just to touch on that really quickly, it's going to be very interesting because there, I know that Trump's lawyers are trying to say that he wants to get this taken care of by like, you, you know, they want the trial to begin in January. This is probably, this is like on a normal scale, 
if somebody was getting charged with something similar to this, um, you're talking years of litigation probably. Um, there's going to be continuations, there's going to be motions, there's going to be um, problems with discovery and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's going to make this last for a very, very long time, especially when you're talking about 34 counts. Um, there's going to be holidays, all that kind of stuff. Um, all of that affects the length of the trial. Um, so to, to, to say that this is going to go to trial in January, I'd be very surprised. Um, the amount of, uh, of discovery that Trump's legal team is going to have to go through in the very beginning is going to be outrageous. Um, but they're saying that this is probably something that's going to kind of start around, you know, like January, August, uh, or I'm sorry, July or August. Um, I know months. Um, I promise. <laughs> Um, but it, it's it's not going to happen all at once, and especially if it goes into August, you're talking about debate time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not going to play well for him. <clears throat> so it's going to be a matter of, does it start early, or is Trump going to be on trial during the debates? Um, or even after the debates, because does the Republican Party want to elect a man who's currently in some sort of like, you know, legal matter. Major legal troubles, yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. But this isn't going to be the only case that comes from this. I mean, there's already st talk in Georgia about their state's attorney oh, yeah. filing charges for um, the we need to find 11,000 votes. Right. Which, you know. I mean, it, with all of this, like there's some very and concrete evidence. Yeah. Well, that especially. Like you have the phone call. Yeah. Here nor there. Keep going. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I, I don't think that the, the, the New York trial is going to be anything noteworthy. I think it's going to be fun as hell to watch. It's um, certainly not a silver bullet to his campaign. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was going to ask the point or bring up the point like, you know, it's going to cost him a buttload. But, I mean, he just got like a bunch. I think, Millions. Well, in, in... well, not only that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it, $10 million is what he's claiming. Yeah. On Truth Social, which everything on there has to be true, according to him. Mm -hmm. Literally. Or it filters out. According to him. Um, this is just like what the Republicans always say, too. Like, Your truth doesn't matter. It's got to be the truth. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, Donald Trump follows that. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, I mean, you're talking about a guy who the only crime he committed was caring too much about America. That's not a direct quote. He said, it's like uh, the only, oh, no, I didn't save it. Um, the only crime I committed was stopping people who seek to harm America. Yeah. Is, you know, a paraphrase. Yeah. Um, so I, we'll really see. Um, but I, I don't think this is the one that's going to, bury him so i agree with certain sentiments i think like quite clearly he committed fraud but, oh yeah uh, i'm not disagreeing right. with that at all but the level that the fraud has to be in order to be a felony it's not even level it's it's can you put the pieces together right it's it's the intent behind the fraud yeah. it's like you have to prove that this was there was intent not only to defraud defraud in order to benefit his presidential campaign mm -hmm. which do i think this is all true yeah but it's so it's so hard to prove intent right even in like murder cases and stuff mm -hmm. like that that's usually the reason there's you know settlements for a lesser murder charge or a manslaughter or whatever because it becomes so difficult to to prove like intent behind doing something and so I think that's where the catch is going to be for mm -hmm. for attorney uh, Bragg. So I, I think personally, I don't think this is what gets Trump caught up. But I do think you bring up a really good point and its impact on the actual campaign process, mm -hmm. right? Like there's going to be primaries and this is going to be something that maybe not all of the Republican candidates go after, but certainly some will. There are anti-Trump Republican candidates that mm -hmm. are running. We were talking about it the uh, other day. Asa. Asa. Oh, shoot. From from Arkansas. The yeah. former governor of Arkansas mm -hmm. is running. 
Hutchinson? It is. I think so. No way. Did I just? I think it is. Oh, my God, it is. Yeah, your brain's coming back online, buddy. Boom. So Asa Hutchinson, former uh, governor of Arkansas, is is going to campaign against Trump, and he was already an anti-Trumper. Yeah. Right? He's a true conservative uh, Republican and wants to run against Trump, so we have a conservative president that is similar to, like, how Mike Pence will run. Yeah. So we have candidates that are going to go against Trump and they might utilize those things to win over certain independents and the conservative base that was there before the MAGA movement. Right. What people have realized about Trump is he still has a relatively favorable appeal to the Republican Party. I think he's actually started to surge in the last few days. Mm-hmm. But notably, like his base doesn't move, and that also secures a lot of those on the fencers, right? Like they want a, they want Republican. They certainly don't want those radical leftists. So I'm gonna make sure I vote Republican, and maybe Trump isn't my first choice, but I'm willing to to take him yeah. over someone like Joe Biden. Well, and I, I think that. A lot, maybe not a lot, but some Republicans at least see him as their best opportunity for for taking the White House again. Right. Um, you know, for for well, for a multitude of reasons, I'm sure. Um, but it's, I think this really is going to play a big factor in 2024. Um, I do think that we should take a step back too, for anybody listening, um, not knowing exactly what's going on too. Um, just to get a little bit more in depth on exactly what what's going on with yeah, the whole Stormy Daniels thing, because we should have started there. But you know, Brian said some really mean stuff to me, and I was in, I was emotional at the time. <laughs> I was just dumb. So th- this all ties back to obviously we brought up Stormy Daniels. Yeah, her and Trump allegedly. I think I have to say no. I no that that part was confirmed. It is oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, they. I mean, they had an affair. They had an affair. Yeah. Well, I be- I believe it was when Melania was pregnant with Baron. I believe so. His son is so tall. Baron yeah. Trump? Yeah, well, Melania is a very tall woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm like, I was YouTubing stuff about Trump today, and like that was one of the things that came up. Um, he's like six foot something, I think. Baron is? Yeah. Dang. I think so. Anyways, so Trump has an affair with um, Stormy Daniels. He's starting to do his campaign for 2016. He, through his lawyer, pays hush money, allegedly, to Stormy Daniels to keep quiet about it so that he can run this 2016 campaign without a hitch. Um, so the way that it's done is uh, Cohen, who in the actual uh, the complaints is actually just listed as Lawyer A, um, pays her this fee of $130,000, um, and then Trump basically pays Cohen back in a, in a couple of different payments, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it was like labeled as legal fees. Correct, labeled as legal fees. And that's where they're calling this fraud. They're saying that this is fraudulent charges, which it is, if they can prove it. Right. Um, and for the record, uh, first off, Melania is 5'11". Okay. And yes, the affair happened in 2006 with Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump, and yeah. Barron is 17 years old. So I, I, I do recall that yeah. Melania was pregnant at the time. Crazy. Um, the party of family values. It sure is, man. Sure is. I want to know what's going on in Melania's mind. Like, do, what is she thinking? Right. Will she be around? Because, like, she's not around him anymore. Mm mm. Like, will she be around to be the first lady again? Or is she just like, hey, I did my tour of duty. Like, I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm unenlisting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So anyways, there's 34 charges against Donald Trump. Some of these charges are what Michael Cohen already served some time for. He pled down and basically served time for committing these fraudulent acts yeah. on behalf of Donald Trump. So the push here for attorney Bragg is going to be that he needs to prove that Donald Trump not only knew about that, like Michael Cohen obviously knew about it and paid that time. Now it's Donald Trump 
knew about it, told him to do those things, and he was doing those things in order to protect his public image right. for the presidential campaign. And that's probably the most um, crucial part of the complaint. And it, the actual language reads, uh, the defendant in County of New York uh, and elsewhere or uh, on or about March 17th, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal in the commission thereof. So this is basically saying that um, in order to prove it's a felony in the state of New York, um, he will have to show that the records were falsified to conceal another crime. That's the, that's like that's your pigeon in the hole. Is that the thing? Is that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my fucking sayings are on point in the last two episodes. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust what I'm saying. Dude, about I, those. fuck that shit. I trust, Cliche, every, I, trust, I trust everything you say. I'm not catching cliches right now. Mm. I just got my words back. <laughs> You're right back at it, buddy. You're right back at it. So, yeah. They basically have to show that the indictment does not specify the second crime if they don't want if they don't want this to go through. Yeah. Well, and it's also interesting. I guess I just was reading that there's other hush money deals being cited here mm-hmm. to like the doorman. Yeah. There's some like person with the National Enquirer. Yeah. So there is other hush money charges or other hush money payments made Mm -hmm. on behalf of Donald Trump to these people in order to protect his image. You know, because we realize that, and this is kind of the damning thing, is like there was other shit coming out about him at the same time. Right. And supposedly that's where they have Trump saying, just pay Stormy Daniels the fucking money because the, the... Hollywood access or access Hollywood video audio came out where he was saying like, you know, you just grab him by the pussy and like all that shit with Billy Bush. Mm -hmm. And so that was coming out at the same time and they were able to kind of divert people's attention away. They were able to kind of, they were able to mitigate. They were, yeah, yeah. they were able to mitigate it by saying like, Oh, that's just locker room talk. And then, you know, kind of divert attention elsewhere with some of his other bold claims and, just like people let that kind of die down. Whereas if the Stormy Daniels thing would have gotten out where he had an affair while his wife was pregnant, it just would have been, it was an affair with a porn star and like, whatever, I don't care. But like certain conservatives and independent, like conservative independents would have cared. They needed to protect those votes because it was going to be incredibly close against Hillary Clinton. And mm-hmm. so they needed all of those votes that they could with those people on on the fence. And so this the idea here is they made those payments right after the Access Hollywood video and audio came out and now it's like okay, because of the timing of that, you can say like that hush money was paid in order to protect his public persona and and the narrative of his candidacy. So I think that's where they're going with it that to the court of public opinion, I think it's very clear. But in the rule of law, will it stand? And I don't know if there's enough enough to really kind of make that a concrete case. So I'm, I'm really kind of jogging my memory here, too. And this is another reason that I think that once it gets into the, you know, once other court cases start coming up for Trump, it's going to cause a big problem because with this attorney-client privilege still helps him because Cohen was um, tried for this already. Yeah. They can't... He still has a, a attorney-client privilege there, but I think that... But he can break that. What? Who can? Cohen. I don't think he can in this case, but I think where he runs into the issue is, is going to be in... Um, because it still happened when he was his attorney. So help me out with attorney crime privilege. Because I was under the assumption that it's more of a, first off, a respect thing. Like, I'm not, I have the ethical duty to do it. They are bound to. But it's an ethical duty. If he's already disbarred, what's the fucking difference? And if he hates Donald Trump, he can testify. No? 
Like the attorney crime, Donald Trump can say that's attorney crime privilege. But if the attorney says like, no, I'm going to spill the beans, like he has that right. I think that the attorney is actually obligated. Um, like, is it? Call Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think the, the attorney is obligated not to. They cannot do it unless it's very similar in a way to um, uh, like HIPAA almost. Right. Where like if I tell my therapist something, unless my therapist thinks that I'm really going to cause somebody harm, right? they can't say anything to anyone else. Um, I think it's the same, but, and I just want to finish my thought here before I lose it, if that's yeah. okay. Um, they can kind of negate that with his current lawyers. With You're any- right. Okay, cool. That's nice to know. Thanks, dude. Yep. Attorney-client privilege is a rule of evidence. It prevents lawyers from testifying against their clients or revealing private information to the court. In this way, it's an exclusionary rule. That means that if a lawyer does break privilege and reveals something, it cannot be used against you. You're correct. Nice. Very cool. It's nice to have that once in a while. Yeah. Um, but that will, that will die, basically, if Georgia, if that case goes forward... They can subpoena his ex, his his old lawyers. They can subpoena Secret Service agents. They can subpoena anybody that worked for Trump. There's basically a no holds bar. So like, they would have to they would have to um, talk to Secret Service and say, "Oh, well, did he ever do this? Did he ever do that?" And I think they can actually subpoena Secret Secret Service for this case as well, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I think so. I think so. That's that, that. That's a. That's a. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um. We're fairly certain. I'll do some research on that. I'll do some research on this. I mean, it's it's a huge case. I mean, the complaint is super long. Um. And actually, if anybody's looking, the New York Times has a really good breakdown on it, where you can actually scroll through the the the, the complaint itself. Oh um, yeah, they did their highlighting. And thing. then they do the highlighting. Yeah. And they explain why it's important to. Um. So it's, it's a really neat article. Um, so I think it's also interesting, the impacts, like we've alluded to, is there there are political campaign impacts here. Mm-hmm. Not only, like, the, the optics, right, that this man is being charged with a crime. I think that sways certain independents, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the really old school conservative Republicans, not the the MAGA movement. But what it does, I do think, with the people that are really involved with the Trump campaign, like the MAGA folks that like travel to to political rallies, etc. The Trump rider diers. Yeah, I think it makes them dig their heels in more. And that's yeah. why we have seen a, a slight surge oh, in yeah. defense of Donald Trump. Like his his approval rating amongst Republicans has actually gone up a little bit. So I think he's, he's lost crushing, some, he's crushing like, Ron DeSantis now. Right. And I think personally for Ron DeSantis, it's time to bow out. And I mean, technically he's not in, he hasn't right. announced his candidacy, but I think really he needs to step back and say, and think to himself, like he's a younger guy. He's in his forties. I think mm-hmm. his mid forties, like that's a young guy in, in terms of p- politics in America. I think he should step back because it's going to be a vicious campaign and Donald Trump is going to burn everything behind him. So if he can't win, he's going to take down the entire Republican party. And he's, I think that's why like people like McConnell were distancing himself during the last campaign is because they didn't want him to gain this kind of traction again, because he's going to burn down the entire Republican party. And to be honest, I'm all for it because I don't think he can win. I think he can win the Republican nomination. I don't think he can win a 2024 election looking at the way Gen Z is going right now. Wait, DeSantis or Trump? Trump. Trump, okay. I don't think Trump can win 2024. I think Trump will likely win the Republican nomination. I think DeSantis should stay out of it so he doesn't have to roll around in the mud with the pigs. But I think I think the way Gen Z is going to turn out, I mean, you see him... You know, protesting in the halls of the Capitol in Tennessee, like you see the amount of true passion in Gen Z and their willingness to fight tooth and nail, walk out of school, like, et cetera, to make change. Yeah. What was it called? Robert E. Lee had a technique in, during the Civil War. 
and it was was it called a scorched earth campaign? Uh, that was uh, William Tecumseh okay. Sherman. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was from the north, and Sorry. it was when Sherman got to Georgia. They wanted to make a point to the south that it was no longer just we're going to accept defeat. Like if you're not going to surrender soon. We're gonna burn the whole fucking place to the ground, and that's what he would do. They like would scorch when, when they yes. won, when they won a battle, they would literally just destroy everything. Yeah, they would burn houses down. Like I mean, they weren't trying Crops, to. Burn, they weren't. Yeah, they stuff. weren't trying to <clears throat> kill innocent civilians, but they were trying to destroy the entire like southern economy. Yeah, and all of its you know plantations, etc. All of the ability for the South to then rebuild, and that was part of why the reconstruction era was so long mm -hmm. was because of a, my contention was, and, and I wrote a thesis on it was the effects of the Lincoln assassination. Like he was this brilliant deal maker and ability to bring multiple views in and get to the best solution, losing him in addition to the damage done. And then the reparations that were charged to the, the Southern States in terms of like the reconstruction of damages to their own property but also in the north and like all the damages for mm -hmm. losses devastated the south for decades yeah right so um it was a it, it was a similar approach to like warfare like dropping the atom bomb on yeah Hiroshima. like collateral damage be damned we're ending this today like yeah. that's how that was the mindset yeah so you're thinking, oh, so you're th you're saying like Donald Trump is going to do that in 2024? Well, that's kind of what you were saying. And yeah. I was just oh, you're alluding okay. To. So I do agree with yeah. that. No, so I would agree, I, and I would say that too. Yeah, yeah. I think Donald Trump doesn't care because at the end of the this presidential term, not this one, but the next one, he would be like 84 or 85. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's if he loses, he can't run again at 84, 85. Yeah. 86 or whatever he'll be. Well, I mean, Joe Biden's like 97, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so hey, man, as long as you play some music, he'll move all weekend at Bernie's. So, give him some ice cream. So, <laughs> give so, him his aviators. So, make him feel like Tom Donald Chris. Trump has no reason to align himself with the Republican Party at that moment. Like, right. Donald Trump is not in it for the American people, he's not in it for the Republican Party. He's in it strictly for himself, his his grant his delusions of grandeur, mm -hmm. his ability to continue amassing a fortune at the expense of, you know, low middle income people who support his movement. Like that's what he's doing. That's all that he's running for. Yeah. It's not to make America great again. It's to put his name further further cemented in, in the history books of America. Right. Let me, and, and something that I want to bring out too is like, this is, there's no difference between this court case and any, in the fact that like, this could be pled down. Sure. You know what I mean? This could very easy, he could walk away with some misdemeanors and be like, okay, fuck it. Well, and, and cause then, cause then the, the, the harm to his campaign from this anyways is over. So I agree because most of these charges on their own, like if a normal a normal person, like you or I, commit these charge like these yeah. these fraudulent crimes, they're misdemeanors, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> so I think in general that might be the all around push eventually, but I don't think Trump would ever settle. I, I think, think he treats this as no publicity is bad publicity. Mm, I see them. <clears throat> I would see him pleading this down. It but but then he's he's accepting defeat, right? He's admitting that. guilt, and I, I don't that. think his supporters would ever accept that from him. So he'll fight this to the death, knowing it's very unlikely that they'll be able to satisfy all of the needs to get a a felony charge here. Yeah, I, I, I normally like when you know Trump's been charged with anything. I'm always like, oh, he'll get away with it. Yeah, you know, Teflon Don. Um, I think this really. I can't say it enough. I think all of this happening, it devastates his 2024. I think I think that there is a I think that there is an outcome to this where he his campaign stops. Yeah. 
I think so, it's, I think it's very possible at this point. I think it's going to be it, it's a huge uphill battle for him, despite his support, despite his diehard fans, despite the money that he's raised. This isn't this isn't this isn't something like every like anything else that's happened to him. This this could be this the end of his political career. So I do. That's think my that that's my I, personal I, opinion. I, no, and I totally respect it, and I think it's definitely a possibility. I personally swing the complete opposite direction and think this propels him to the Republican nomination. I also think there's no chance he wins. Certainly. I don't think there's a chance he wins 2024 with the the current setup as mm-hmm. it is with the current base. Like we just saw a very, very progressive candidate in Brandon Johnson in Chicago. When? But even more importantly, the very like the left leaning Supreme Court justice, the pro pro choice Supreme Court justice in Wisconsin. And you saw a massive surge in voters in Madison. Yeah. And Wisconsin is a major swing state. And that, gen, like I'm telling you, the Gen Z population, you're going to see it even in Ohio, right? A relatively red state now. It, it's always been a swing state. It's part of the Rust Belt. Like you're going to see influence from university areas, and they're going to have massive impact on the elections. And it's it's going to be in all of these states. And so, I think. He'll win because he has the strongest base. He'll win the Republican nomination. I think this draws a fervor. It's almost like it empowers people. Like, you're a victim. He's a martyr. He's he's a martyr to the movement. He's yeah. a martyr to the MAGA movement. And he's... He's put, good at he's, making himself a martyr. He's sacrificing himself, right? You have a lot of evangelical Christian voters. And they see... Like, you see all these, like, paintings of him de- depicted as, like, a Jesus-like figure. And they rally behind this idea that he's giving himself up and he's being he's like the the Democrats and the legal system is Pontius Pilate crucifying Trump right now. Mm -hmm. And he's sacrificing himself for the greater good of America. It's absolutely bullshit. But these people are believing it. So I think he wins the Republican nomination. And I don't care who of the major candidates for the Democratic Party, whether it's Joe Biden it probably won't be Bernie Sanders, but uh, Gavin Newsom, Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer, if you want to listen to all the people we think that could run for the Democratic candidacy, yeah. even Robert Kennedy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, whatever. Anyone of You just those, can't keep that name out of politics. Of any one of those real candidates, uh, I, I think those people would be Trump in 2024 due to the Gen Z voting base that is coming up this is the last election that the boomers will have such a substantial base it's the last one but even then i think their base is shrinking and the gen z millennial bases are getting much larger and much more emboldened and so that's why i don't think in the next two years donald trump will be able to manifest enough support but in terms of republican support to win the nomination i just pulled up a an an article the House GOP, I think it was today, four six, yeah, today, issued their first subpoena because they're launching a probe of the indictment, saying it's only being launched because it's political. Do I think there are political reasons for this indictment? Hundred percent, absolutely, without doubt. But is it unjustified? I disagree. I think it's a very justified probe and indictment, and should happen. And I think it's it's creating a political fervor in favor of Trump. Yeah. I think it I think it boosts Trump personally. But I still think at the end of the day, you have to do the right thing. Political impacts be damned. And justice needs to be served and you have to seek out justice and that's by indicting Donald Trump. But we're seeing the protection already happen with Jim Jordan of of Ohio, you know, leading a committee to investigate this probe and try and prove that the indictment itself shouldn't stand because it's of political nature. And, you know, this federal DA should not be going after it. Can I just say something really fast? Yeah, go for it. Um, I think that, like, and I'm realizing it again now. I was actually, I meant to bring this up earlier. Yeah. And then I forgot because you said such hurtful, hurtful words to me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I do wrong tonight, I have an excuse. <laughs> Um, but, uh, 
it's sickening to me that this is the biggest thing in the news right now. Yep. And it is, without a doubt. Yep. Because I don't know if you remember, but like our banks are failing. We're starting to fail. Yep. School yeah. shootings. School shootings. People are dying. Yep. Uh, you know. And, and, and while there's school shootings, I'm going to bring this up because we plan on bringing it up early, or later anyways. Yeah, we got fucking Kid Rock on the YouTubes or Twitters or whatever the fuck he did it on shooting uh, a bunch of Bud Light bottles because they're supporting Pride and they have a transgendered spokesperson now. Yeah. Influencer. Sorry, yeah. Influencer. Who I listened to, it, Dylan Mulvaney, I believe is the name of, of the spokesperson. Still in something, yeah. I only remembered it because <clears throat> uh, Tammy's daughter Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, Dylan, I know yeah. that. I know that spelling <laughs> I, I, too. I know that name. Yeah. I think it was. It, it's it's so funny watching some of those videos with like yeah. Kid Rock or whatever. People, I saw another guy like dump out like all of his Bud Light, and it's like time to put the Coors Light in. And Coors Light also launched a Pride movement like campaign. Mm-hmm. And this is all on the heels of Tennessee, right? Like banning drag shows. Mm-hmm. You have all of these don't say gay bill and all that stuff. And it's it's just it, it should be criminalized what the kind of oppression that's happening. And to go off of Tennessee, like Tennessee just had, you know, this this shooting, and so people are upset. And this is another reason why you see Gen Z hopping in and saying, yeah. fuck around and find out. And the state legislature was fucking around and they found out the Gen Z population and millennials as well. But the younger voter base was protesting at the Capitol mm-hmm. and two black democratic, uh, congressmen, state congressmen participated in the protest. It was nonviolent. It was loud, but it was nonviolent. There was no crimes committed and they were a part of it. And the state legislature just voted today to expel those two members, right? And they were two young, younger black Democrats in mm-hmm. the state of Tennessee. And boy, if you have the chance to listen, go look up on TikTok, on YouTube or whatever. I think it's Justin Jeffer, not Justin Jefferson, Justin Jeff. Hold on just a second. Tennessee Republican. It fell just short to expel the third. She was, it was a Democrat of a female Democrat in the house, but let's see. While you're uh, looking that up really fast, I want to say that in that Kid Rock video, he was shooting an MP5. Yeah. Which I'm fairly sure is not an American-made gun, so it's not very patriotic of him. And also, it's not very patriotic to have such terrible accuracy. Also, what a waste of bullets. Terrible accuracy. Come on. Pearson and who? Pearson and Johnson. Justin Johnson, and I, and I can't remember Pearson's first name. But anyways, go listen to the Tennessee State Legislature House of Representatives, two lawmakers were expelled today, but listening to them speak and how just because they've been expelled doesn't mean they're going to stop. Like they're going to do what's right. The one man speaking reminded me, I think it was, I think it was Pearson. No, it was Johnson. Reminded me the way he spoke, his tone, his cadence was like Martin Luther King. It was it was so incredible. So if you get a chance, go listen. But we're seeing action being taken. I think the millennial generation was the the one to really start questioning and saying mm-hmm. why this isn't good enough. Why are we doing this? Why are we accepting this? <clears throat> and Gen Z heard us ask the question why. And not get the answer that we needed. And they said, then fuck it. We'll burn it down. And I love that energy. I'm here for it. Because that is democracy. That is what, that's 
that's what I've been hoping for. I've been so critical of the apathy of the American voter, but that is fading quickly. People feel the injustice, the inequality in this country, and it's not just racial inequality. It's social, economical inequality. It's people that are in minority positions, not just racial minorities, but people being oppressed. And that injustice is not going to stand much longer. And that apathy is fading. That apathy is quickly shifting into passion for justice and truth. And that's the American way. And I've, I'm, it's, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? And so we're, we're seeing the, 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 the sun slowly come up. And it's like, this is the last gasp of the conservative, MAGA, oppressive, borderline fascist movement. And we're going to return to democracy. And I hope that this democracy improves the lives of the majority of people, the middle and lower socioeconomic classes, to raise the tide so all boats rise. Nice. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Have you seen the Jimmy Fallon thing that got done? No. Where it's... uh. Uh, instead of I'm so excited, it's I'm so indicted, and somebody did a mashup. Oh, like a bunch of I gotta see that. Um, I probably have it in my. Let's see here. Dear YouTube. Nope. Ooh, even Joe Biden came out and talked on behalf of the the lawmakers. Three kids and three officials gunned down in yet another mass shooting. And what are the GOP officials focused on? Punishing lawmakers who join thousands of peaceful protesters yeah. calling for action. It's shocking, undemocratic, and without precedent. Woo! Woo, baby. All right. We'll share this with our listeners. You ready? Yeah. I'm so indicted, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to go to jail, and I don't like it. Oh, baby. And I just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I am so screwed. Oh, that made me happy. Still not as good to me as the Darren Chris doing the uh, two shot or um, the shotgun thing with Joe Biden's speech. That I showed you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah, one yeah, is yeah. absolute gold. But Darren Chris is a, a, a yeah. talented musician yeah. too. So, oh man. Well, we will see. I'm I'm excited for this to play out. It's going to be some time, really, before we have anything, I guess, noteworthy to to bring up on it again. Yeah. Um, you know, Brian and I'll get back to the pressing matters, like the Nord Stream pipeline cover up. Sure. <laughs> I'm just going to make sure I go drink a Bud Light before doing any research. Dude, I'm not a big fan of Bud Light. Not because, no. of, not because of their cans. No, that's the best bottles. part. Yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah, I, I saw I saw some <laughs> great memes surrounding this. Yeah. One of my one of my former students, Trevor, I don't I don't know if he ever listens, but I'll give him a shout out. He posts the best memes on Facebook. And he was, it's funny that conservatives now hate Bud Light. I hated Bud Light before it was cool because it's piss. Yeah. Whereas but like, now I'm willing to go support it. Like, yeah. Now I'm going to go buy that piss water and drink yeah. it. Nikki that I work with, uh, I was teasing her like, yeah, so uh, when are you going to start boycotting Bud Light? She's like, never. She's like, they, f- they could fucking endorse Satan and I'm down with it still. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, my gosh. All right. Anything else, Bry? No, I think you know. I want to end on a hopeful tone. I really do. I, I this gives me hope. I think it's, it's we've hit a, a what could be a rock bottom of American politics, and I thought yeah. that was in 2016, and boy, <laughs> I the was gift wrong. that keeps on giving. But I will say, I have so much hope seeing the way the younger voting population and i'm going to say younger include it, 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 we're on the very cusp 
the edge of that younger generation Dude, of voters. Fuck, man. Speak for yourself. Uh, we're the we're <laughs> the elders of the young yeah. voters, right? So we're the elder group of that young voter yeah. block that is promoting change. And it's not just Republican versus Democrat. I think it's change for the better of all things. Like it's forcing the, the so like in Chicago, and this is why I brought that up. It's 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 exciting to see that it's not just the Democratic machine winning. It's progressive candidates like Brandon Johnson. Like there are some major hiccups with even the Democratic Party in Chicago, right? And so to see someone outside of the the usual machine, you know, even the Dick Durbins were supporting Paul Vallis. And it was Brandon Johnson who won. And he wants to support the people and make sure that we 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 help the lower economic classes rise up. I think that's a really, really powerful. So there's a progressive movement because that is what will do the best for all people. And that's starting to win out. It's not just for the democratic party going forward. It's not going to be like, yeah, I guess we'll stick with Biden because you know, he's the only one that can be Trump. It's going to be like, no, we'll pick Biden. If he's not only the one that can be Trump, but also be progressive enough to support the agenda we want. It's not just a name and money. It's going to be an agenda going forward. And that's for the Republican Party. After Trump burns this shit to the ground for the Republican Party, they're going to have a lot of soul searching to do and say, we need an agenda. We can't just say the Democrats suck and we have no policy. We can't just say we don't want abortions, we want guns, and the Democrats suck. Like that That's not a platform, it's not an agenda, you need more. And so I think there's gonna be a massive political movement in America for the better after 2024. Yeah. Do good, be great. Love you guys. We the ones that he's just letting through the back. We the misfits. How you gonna react? We insomniac, we ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Make a move, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saints status quo, we survive the This is how I get a Geronimo. This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or none, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try and go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends trying to hit the road, trying to catch a wave. Gotta see my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Why one's on the attack? I'm a Republican now. <laughs>